This short is brought to you by Lens Protocol. One thing that's unique to Coinage's model is your co-ownership model. You have this uh, co-op, as you like to call it, that allows for, I guess, the, the legal framework for involving one who loves Coinage, who wants to be a part of this community in the future of what you guys think media looks like, to essentially be have a part in it, have a say in it. Can you explain what this co-op is, um, let alone this co-ownership model of the Coinage network and the role of the DAO in governing the Coinage ecosystem? What does that look like? Yeah, I mean, I, when I was exploring this, right, when everything started to click for me when I was still at Yahoo and I was, you know, trying to figure out how you would build some of this stuff, you know, there are a lot of Web3 experiments that I give a lot of uh, credit to, right? Um, you know, Mad Realities is one that I saw when they were like, okay, what can we build with NFT holders if we have kind of a community weighing in? For them, it was it was a dating show. Um, you know, I wanted to stay a little bit closer to my role as a crypto journalist. So we're, we're starting with a crypto uh, kind of last week tonight show. Um, but the input there is basically letting the audience weigh in on, on what's important to explain for a mainstream audience or what's important to explore. And I can have my opinions, you know, and anyone else can have their opinions. But the idea of creating a, a cooperative um, around that is that you basically get a chance to have these conflicting opinions be voted on. So like the cooperative model is one that is legally recognized by the U.S. And I think, you know, there are a lot of NFT projects. Obviously, this is a very early space. Regulators still haven't wrapped their heads around it. It's unclear exactly how you fit some of these like DAO communities into a legal framework that is recognized in the U.S. And I think any creator, and I've, I've listened to a lot on your podcast kind of discuss what the right ways to go are, and everyone can have their own opinions. Uh, my co-founder and I kind of just landed on this working just because cooperatives, and we're registered in Colorado, are recognized. There are a lot of DAOs who have registered in Colorado, some others in Wyoming, who are trying to, you know, make this happen in a legal way. And the cooperative model is pretty interesting because, you know, it's already existed. REI is a good example. You go there, you shop at REI, you buy a tent, you get a patronage dividend because you've, you know, made that business better. You've You've done something as a member of that cooperative. And so you can get a dividend and that's legal and it's totally fair. Um, and so, you know, that framework works pretty well for DAOs, right? Um, and, you know, we talked to lawyers. We spent a lot of time and money trying to make sure that everything was, you know, as legal as possible in terms of fitting a new technology into an old framework. And it just seems like a natural fit. And so to answer your question around how it all works is essentially the tickets, the NFTs that we sell, which right now, you and anyone else who's minted a subscriber NFT to watch our content's already whitelisted. So when we have that drop uh, later this week, if you go to coinage.media, you can mint first um, because we want this, again, to be built and co-owned by the people who enjoy the content. Um, but the idea there is that everyone can weigh in on what they think is important enough to highlight, important enough for us to you know, dedicate our resources towards uh, investigating and telling the stories about um, and then at the end of the year or whenever the cycle is for active and, uh, you know, community members in the cooperative, there is that pathway towards patronage dividends. Again, kind of redistributing whatever the company or, or cooperative, I should say, um, whatever the cooperative is able to do to share that with the community, which I think is, again, the missing piece in a lot of these NFT communities is, all right, yeah, I found something I want to buy into. I found something I want to support. 
but what is in it for me outside of just flipping a, a profile picture or something? Right. Like, what is the pathway to unlock some of that value? And I think that this is one that's already been established and, and is legal. What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, then you are a champ and I owe you a free listener pin. Go to adamlevy.io forward slash NFT, fill in your info, and I'll distribute the NFT towards the end of the season. By collecting your pin, you prove your contribution to the season and get exclusive access to content, allow lists, and more. So be sure to collect yours. Also, please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. This helps me out so much. And finally, hit me up on Twitter at LevyChain. I want to hear what you're building, the latest crowdfund you're trying to complete, or if you simply want to chat. I love talking about where crypto meets the creator economy, and it's no different if it's coming from you directly. So thanks again for your support. It means the world, and I'll see you on the next episode.